All right, welcome to Sermon Extra. This is an audio recording. Uh, Scott wasn't feeling great, and um, so we're going to forego the video part of it. He just set us up here to do audio because it's much easier for us to do. There's there's like one button. That's all I need to do. You push. just immediately had a radio voice. Isn't that just amazing how the, the cameras come off? You there, get this other voice. Welcome to the, the well, show. Well, going back he's, to my college radio yeah, days. been on the radio before. That, that was, that was, me too. Me yeah, too. that was... We uh, look better, too, this way. This, so. You know, and what I'm really upset about was today I am wearing my summer yeah. short sleeve shirt. <laughs> it's red. Very seasonal. And I'm like, today we are going to rejoice that it is going to be hot. This is This is Florida winter, <laughs> let me tell you. This is, mm-hmm. Let me tell you. So, sure. oh, anyway, well, welcome everybody who's joining us, and uh, we're we're excited to talk about kind of debrief a little bit from yesterday. Uh, Lenten journey. Uh, love this time of year. Love love the journey. Love the 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 emphasis on Jesus and the cross, and uh, and uh, then we're looking ahead too. So we got just ahead of us Wednesday, mm-hmm. um, and then next Sunday, and so yeah. Well, I don't know. I guess technically we didn't really talk about um, the first part, which I preach on too. So the whole way of love and love is patient. And then... Oh, we were we were gone. Yeah, last we were all yeah. That's, right. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. So it was kicked off on Ash Wednesday, but then yep. that next Sunday you picked up the way of love and love. God is love. God is love, yeah. Yeah, right, right, right. So we... Yeah, so... Um, Let's just, I was, let's yeah, speak. I was just saying before, as we were walking in here, I've realized, uh, really, as you were preaching this weekend, John, how First uh, Corinthians thirteen is really obviously this deep dive. Paul's writing to the Corinthians about love, mm-hmm. and now that we're going through each of the pieces of it, I was mm-hmm. I was saying it is all over Paul's writings now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we were pulling yeah. up different Philippians verses and, uh, and Ephesians yeah. and and all of these, and so it's just it's a beautiful piece that that Paul feels really strongly about writes really really well about and then also you see it it's it's it's, this is how he loves and is an example of love or tries to love and and now you see that all over as he's writing to each of the churches he's saying the same thing Mm -hmm. very emphatically like you cannot do these things in love this is what love looks like and that's why this is a really cool sermon series i think yeah well and that's i mean I don't know how often you know you're you're starting to do weddings, uh, yeah. Andy. But mm-hmm. Dustin, when you've mm-hmm. done uh, a wedding and they've they've chosen you know First Corinthians thirteen, you know I'm always very right out of the gate going, you know this is a beautiful description of love, but you have to understand it is first a description of God's love for mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. This is perfect love because the whole thing is agape, 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 agape. Um, then it is the bar that God raises for us to share love and demonstrate love toward one another. And so it's it's a beautiful expression, but I think some people can just romanticize the text and go, oh, this is a beautiful, this is about love, and it becomes 1 Corinthians 13, becomes a Hallmark card. And it's like, eh, no, it's so much deeper than that. And the hope that we have comes out of God's love for us. And I think that's what you were kind of hitting on with patience and stuff in the first week is it's his love. Right. And that's, I mean, all of us struggle with and deal with patience and patience being tested. But yeah, I really wanted to focus on God being patient with us Mm -hmm. and understanding that. Mm -hmm. And I mean, when you consider Jesus saying, this is how people are going to know we're his disciples. It's by how we love. Right. When you really unpack that through this passage, and then, as you said, Andy, with all the other passages that mm-hmm. speak to 
what love is and is not then too. It's like, yeah, this is, this is how we live as followers of mm -hmm. Jesus. And mm -hmm. I appreciated what you had touched on pastor John this week of how we do have a kindness, you know, there's a shortage of, of seeing this yeah. uh, in our world today. And it, it is something that, and then just seeing those two things too, I didn't think of it in those terms, but I'm like, that's so accurate. Um, You're talking about the weapons that Satan uses, yeah, uh, hatred yeah, and hurriedness. Yeah. Um, I feel like for me personally, hatred hasn't been one that I've really struggled with, but um, the hurriedness. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Well, so. and I appreciate that. And I, what really struck me as I was dissecting the text was hatred. Um, so I, 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 and I don't know, not everybody catches every part of it. And I'm not, a, not saying, suggesting you didn't, I'm just, but I was trying to, because I, I when I'm preaching to a, a congregation of God's people, I want to make the assumption that we're not dealing with a lot of hatred here, mm -hmm. but in the world, we all oh, yeah. see it. But then mm -hmm. the second part I said was the cascading result of all the hatred is sometimes God's people throw their hands up and go, I just give up. I mean, mm -hmm. what what is my one little act of kindness going to do in a world full of darkness? And and that's when I, I use the expression that, that kindness slips into the shadows because we just, we kind of give up. And mm -hmm. You know, anyway, that that was the the, it, but the hurriedness. That's why I kind of I think I took more time to drill into that because yeah. I believe that's what we we deal with. But um, but the one thing, and I don't want to um, sidetrack where we're going with this conversation, but I want to get this on the table. And and I, it's just kind of getting into the mind and heart of us as pastors trying to get sermons like this together. The thing that kept the little bell that kept ringing in my mind was don't just make this a moralistic sermon about mm -hmm. how to be kind. Mm -hmm. Don't just make this about, now go be kind, people. Mm -hmm. You're not kind enough. This is Lent. You know, we're, we're supposed to be focusing on Jesus. And mm -hmm. I, but you can't extricate that. You can't, mm -hmm. you can't um, avoid the topic of, you need to be patient, people. You need to be kind, and Pastor Andy, as you get into your message for this next Sunday, you know, there's don't, yeah, don't, yeah, don't be, uh, you know, but it's, it's, I, I want people to, I want us, you know, and, and I know we do to put that time into how do I get people to put their eyes on Jesus? Because if I am going to be kind, if I am going to be patient, if I'm not going to be mm -hmm. envious or boastful, mm -hmm. it's because of Jesus in me, not because I'm following the mm -hmm. law. Anyway, I just, it was just that, that, that wrestling with, yeah. with that just kind of came out. Well, I think you've, I know you've shared, I think maybe we've all done this before too, where you take like the first Corinthians 13 text and in place of love, then you, you put the name mm, of Jesus. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Um, you know, Jesus is patient. Jesus is kind. Uh, but then if we're living with Christ in us and if we're living with mm -hmm. that new identity, then we should be able to put our name in there too. But again, it's the result of this is what Christ first did for us. Yep, yep. And he's doing in it in us and through us. So, you know, scripture is very clear. We love because he first loved us. Yep. We forgive yep. because he first forgave us. I think we can say the same about we're patient because he was first patient with us. We're kind because he's first kind with us. Yep. Yep. And I think it uh, same kind of thing, those things that live inside our heads as we're, we're looking at these scriptures. There's to, to the point about hate. And I think all of us, if asked, would say, no, I don't want to hate anyone, and I don't want to hate, and I don't hate, and I don't hate. 
Um, but there's a couple different parts to that. One, I think when we're hurried, when we're hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, I use it all the time, mm-hmm. we can manifest things that look a lot like hate. Yeah. Well, what did Jesus say? Yeah. You know, you, murder isn't yeah. just killing yeah, it's, somebody, it's, it's hating, hating your brother. brother. Yeah, it's, uh, we can make a, a strong argument why yeah. people are less than us. Yeah. Now, we may not use the word yeah. hate. And I would say even an absence of love. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. like maybe yeah. I'm not being evil per se. Right. But I am not loving. And, and it comes out and it looks very much like I do not. Didn't didn't Jesus tell like a story about that? Didn't did the publican <laughs> and the Pharisee, you know, yeah, whatever he's yeah, like, yeah. he's like, he's like, man, I'm sure glad I'm not like that guy. Yeah, you know, exactly. And, 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 exactly. You know, but but I think we can, you know, uh, the, the, this just a side note. But I I love how people will will couch gossip in. I want to pray for so and so, and then they'll share all the <laughs> yeah. dirty details. Yeah. Well, I, you know, in the same respect, I think we can couch. Yeah. Our what you would term not hatred, but the the uh, derivatives of hatred yep. in God talk yeah. we can do. So anyway, no, I I just I appreciate it. And and again, going back to patience, the way that this uh, gets uh, spelled out. So patience, and if you look at the fruits of the spirit, patience comes before kindness in both. And, and that's where I loved, you know, and, and that the connection then once we've talked about patience and the hurriedness, you got to slow down. Um, you know, Jesus slowed down. He, he, he didn't hurry through his ministry mm-hmm. um, in order to show kindness. Now, I think, Pastor Andy, you and I, I think it was just a conversation we had when we would say, was it Jesus' kindness that he went to the cross? Kindness doesn't seem to capture yeah. that kind of sacrifice, <laughs> right. but it was kindness. Was awfully kind of him. Yeah. yeah, that was awfully kind of you, Jesus. Thank you. But no, but but the Titus passage is yeah, the Father's so kindness sent His Son, mm-hmm. and that's so it was. So yeah. yeah, I was wrong when I told you. No, that. no, I, but no, I, I don't <laughs> think you're wrong. Kindness. It's no, it's, no. it's trying to capture yeah. the depth of that sacrifice, but. It wasn't mm-hmm. devoid of yeah. kindness. Well, and I would it say was, it, it, ca- it captures all the things yeah. that we're yeah. talking about. It's, it just needs more. You yeah, can't just yeah, say, that yeah. was kind of you. It's void of yeah. envy. It's void of yeah. boast that I'll talk about this week. It has kindness. It has patience. It has mercy, you know. Yeah, so, so it's it, it just it's fun to see how these things fit together. And, mm-hmm. and uh, if the people had video, they'd see that Pastor Dustin's putting his glasses on and he's got his Bible. He's got his Bible open. open. We talking. need to be quiet. He's, no, he's, he's he's trying to, yeah, yeah, he's, he's, keep he's, talking. I'm trying to find out. Well, yeah. So something from your message, and, and I have to remember what I wrote down. I've got some notes, and I'm going to definitely try to bring this this next Sunday. But um, when you were talking about kindness, and basically you were talking about how we, when we're hurried, we can't be kind, you know, and mm-hmm. that's that's really what it comes down to. And I now going to start looking at this next verse of rather than what to do, be kind. Um, love is kind. It's love does not. And so it's does not envy or boast. It's interesting that it kind of turns a corner yep. to, it to the, the, the negative. Don't, yeah. it doesn't do these things. It, it does do, these things, but it doesn't, doesn't do, do these, these things. things. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, you did a good job of saying, you know, when we're, when we're hurried, we can't be kind. And, and that's really what I'm going to look at as well is, if you envy or you boast, if you have those things in your mm-hmm. heart, mm-hmm. love cannot be present with that. Yeah. So a person that loves is not a person that envies and boasts. And so in the same way, a person that is unkind is without love in that moment. That's kind of my 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 quote of it manifests itself as hate or at least the lack of love. Um, it's 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 kind of one of those things. It's like when when we when we are unkind, in many ways we we all do it. Someone can look at that and go, 
I don't know what that is, but I know it's not love. <laughs> you know, it's right. kind of like, it may not be right. hate per se, but it's not love. So that's kind of so what I'm... think about, uh, interesting was you were saying that the, the thing that popped into my mind, and this is something I always ask, like our, our confirmands when I'm mm-hmm. teaching, whatever, it's like, what was the very first sin? Yeah. It, what was the, you know, and they're eating the fruit. Yeah. No, that wasn't the very first sin. That was the manifestation of the very first sin. So it was a, it was covetousness or envy. Mm-hmm. Adam and Eve were not satisfied. That's right. They weren't content and they wanted more. And Satan exploited that and said, here's a fruit that's going to make you more. It's going to make mm-hmm. you better. And so when, when he says love does not envy, you know, I, I think we have to, how do you, where, where's the positive? What does mm-hmm. love do? And Paul speaks very specifically to that. I think that's, you know, contentment yep. and stuff. So for sure. did you find what you were looking for in the Bible? You were, you're, you're back in Old Testament well, stuff. In Ruth. Just, that's old. Come on. That, that doesn't apply anymore. Does it, Pastor Dustin? Well, that that. <laughs> some would say that. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah, some, would say, some would say that. Not any of us sitting here would say that. But no, just thinking in terms of kindness, um, just oh, remembering yeah. preaching through Ruth, oh, you yeah. know, yeah. God showed his kindness. Hesed, and it's that word Hesed. that it's it's hard to even know how to translate it. Um, mm. in, in the English, we take, typically translate it as kindness, but it's so much more than that. It's really connected to grace in mm. that sense. And so I know we Hesed. use it Hesed. Hesed. Yeah. We use those as two separate words, kindness and grace. But I feel like... Yeah there's such a correlation to those two, you know, mm-hmm. um, to your point, it's powerful. It's hard to put a word on. It is. It's hard to, yeah. yeah. And it comes from the whole redeeming mm-hmm. aspect of it then yeah. too. And so right. Jesus as redeemer. And so all of these things kind of get lumped together yeah. in what, yeah. what he's yeah. doing. Well, us, and so. looking at redeemers and, and being in the family member that, and this is what your message talked about. And I wrote this down a lot is there's a cost to kindness. Yeah. There's a cost to being a redeemer. And actually, sometimes it's a great cost. It's such a cost, it doesn't make sense. Yep. It's counterintuitive. It's counterintuitive. And it could yeah. be such a great loss, but yeah. it's one of those, I always say, and I know it doesn't make sense, you can't not do it, though. It's, as a redeemer, and like as Boaz, it's like God was working in his heart to where it wasn't that he yeah. was going to be like, nah, this isn't a good business deal. I'm going to I'm gonna back out of this one. Yep. Yeah. I'm not yeah. going to redeem here. It's, it's really beautiful when you look at how specific scripture is and and how we fail not in a negative like we are failures but how we can't adequately translate into english like a word for their mm-hmm. word we have to explain it it has yeah. to come with a yeah. paragraph rather than you know just chesed mm-hmm. is kindness or mm-hmm. grace it's more like i need to i need to spell it out with with a phrase but then you're not accurately translating scripture if you're adding a bunch of stuff to right. it and so it's it's a wrestling match um but here's here's if i would have had more time i think there's a you know to me this is one of my pet peeves but i find myself doing it so that's why it's a pet peeve but if you want to test the cost of kindness in a very easy way, Here, here's a test. When you're out on the road and somebody is tailgating you, <laughs> they're, they're driving up your tailpipe and you're angry and you're like, why? So I'm on 84th Street. So you're on 84th <laughs> Street. You're on Highway 84. And, and somebody is just irritating you to no end with how they're driving. And then they zoom around you. They think they're going to zoom around you, but there's a car there. So they're now next to you. 
and you're like, ha, 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 you can't pass me. And you, there's this satisfaction you get. Oh, there's so a satisfaction. There, oh. It's like, so, where are you going, buddy? You, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's, here's kindness. Slow down. Let them in. Let them in. And I tell you what, it goes against every <laughs> fiber. There's some people listening going, that doesn't go against my fiber. It goes against mine. <laughs> you must be going something somewhere really important. There's probably a pregnant lady in your backseat. You Come know what? On through. Best construction. Yeah. They are they are um, late for the most important meeting of their yeah. lives or, or somebody's having a say the blessing to them. May yeah. the Lord bless you and keep you right. safe because you drive like an animal. Yeah. You drive, yeah. but, but seriously, <laughs> it's one of those things. I bet every single one of us deals with this almost. And, and here's oh, the man. thing. Here's why this is an important test. How many times has your day started off on a bad foot because somebody treats you on the road mm -hmm. like trash? Mm -hmm. And how powerful would it be to let somebody in that might be like, wow, that was really cool and, and set their day well? And, and it's just, it's, it's one of those things today. I, I am going to take this one to my grave with me is that I believe driving is a litmus test for the 100%. amount of kindness in our <laughs> world today. And, and it's just, you know, some people say, I, I get to know you if I'm on the golf course with you. Okay, well, that may be true, but I get to know you watching you drive. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, carry this a little bit further than too. And, uh, you know, just the hurriedness of it all, you know, it does, I guess it's a pet peeve of mine, um, the honking. You know, yeah. I'm not, it takes a lot for me to honk at someone. Like, I give them a lot of. <laughs> Yeah, the, the light's been green for like five seconds, yeah. so I feel like I should honk, but I'm giving you one I'm more just saying, second, hey, one more second to go. Hey, bud. But some people in our community are very quick yeah. to to honk, and I'm like, it's not even safe uh, to, yeah, to yeah. go. They're and seeing the, they're seeing the, the direction the other way, and it's yellow on their end, and they're already honking because yeah. you haven't turned green yet. Yeah. But uh, but as a parent who has you know kids that are new yeah. to driving too, oh, that I'm extra yeah. sensitive to it. So I think there's the analogy to just life, yeah. right? Yeah. People are. We're honking in other yeah. ways too and not seeing the big picture understanding the sensitivity yeah. to it and we there again we could take this for a millennia but our horns and our cars are used to show our irritation i've traveled all over the world oh, in yeah. places where use them constantly. driving mm -hmm. is ridiculously dangerous but they use their horns not out of irritation. They use them for what they're intended. Here I am. Mm -hmm. Beep, 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 beep. You hear all over the place. And nobody's irritated. And they're all driving like maniacs. <laughs> and you wonder if you're going to live. Uh, India, Haiti, you name it, Mexico, places. But they, but here, my, my horn in my car <laughs> is an extension of my anger toward you. Yeah. And, and, it's, and it's just very different. It's, but again, I think it's we're I pity our culture because of how hurried we feel. And so yesterday when I was talking about uh, the American dream has found a nice comfortable seat on the hearts of, uh, of many is in the constant pursuit of that ideal. Um, we, I, I don't have time to be kind. I don't have time to wait for you to drive slow. I don't have time. Mm -hmm. And, and it just, it shows itself in our kids. It shows itself in a lot of different ways. And, mm -hmm. So this is, I think, the beauty of this, this as we go down this road. And, and so now Paul does. He takes a, he, he turns, speaking, he's driving, he's turning the corner. He goes, these are the things love is. But now he starts talking about things that love doesn't do. And I think that's, 
if I remember right, that's pretty much all the rest of the explanation. There's a lot of knots. There's, the love doesn't do doesn't, these it things. It can't be this. And, and, and it's I, very but, but why would he do that? Why would he turn from positive to negative if it weren't something that was evident in his day? Yes. And and he was. I got to address this. You you 100%. guys are envious. You're boastful. You're you're not forgiving each other. Mm-hmm. You're all these things. So anyway, you're absolutely. Well, I think there's. So when you think about the Ten Commandments, one of the ways that um, I've kind of leaned into on teaching of that, obviously when you read it, we focus on the no's and the nots, mm-hmm. and that word has an important place. Mm-hmm. But every no is attached to a greater yes in that sense of it. Mm-hmm. And when you look at the covenants, really the summary of it, of the commandments, is that it's it's the great command of loving God with all of our heart, soul, strength, and mind, and loving our neighbors as ourselves. Mm-hmm. So there are things within the commandments, this is what love does. Mm-hmm. But in the same sense, there's also things that love so, doesn't. So interesting do. when you were saying that, um, um, there's like one commandment that's in the positive. Mm-hmm. All the rest are in the negative. Thou shalt have no other gods, shall not take the name of the Lord your God in vain. No, wait, remember Two. the Sabbath day. Remember the Sabbath, Sabbath day. Sabbath and parents. Sabbath and parents. That's what yeah. I was thinking parents, mm-hmm. but I, I, yeah. So Sabbath day, it's do do this yeah, instead of don't do this. Uh, have rest, yeah. And, and I always say that that, that uh, honor your father and mother, that's the linchpin. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because if you don't honor your father, you can't honor your father in heaven if you're not honoring those in authority. And there's a promise that it will go well for you right after And there's that. a promise. Or yeah. not. <laughs> so anyway, it was just interesting, the, the, the balance between the, um, the, the negatives, yeah. don't do these things, but the positives, do these things. Yeah. And, and uh, a lot of this material I've preached on in some way, shape, or form, and I brought in my past. I mean, generosity mm-hmm. has these types mm-hmm. of... Uh, rela- this is very relational. Obviously, sure. we're talking about love. So, sure. Um, and so, I've covered this in some ways, not only from what the text says, but um, from my own experience. And um, this one's going to really hit close to home as well, in that it's um, love does not envy or boast. And I told my sixth grade confirmands, and I think I did this in my last sermon, I said, it's really helpful to just sometimes get a dictionary definition. Mm-hmm. And so, I went and looked at both envy and boast already. And, um, I think it's one of those words. I told my sister this. You hear the word, you're like, I know what that means. But to really look at it, envy especially, is just, if you look at the definition, it's beautifully helpful. And we've talked about it a little bit already in this podcast. But it talks about um, envying is being discontent. And it's harboring resentment. And it's harboring resentment over possessions or traits and um, abilities, things of another person. It's it's a very coveting so very coveting, consistent, and to the first sin. Yeah. You brought that in. That's yeah. very. That's yeah. that's what it is. So that's envy, at least. So, and I, I want to step lightly here, but could the whole discipline of marketing? Hundred <laughs> percent. It, it's it's it's, oh, yeah. it's it's it's. I need to make yeah. you discontent, discontent. Yeah. so that you'll you buy, so buy. Mm-hmm. my product or my service. Yeah. And I don't want to make all marketing people, which my son is one of them, uh, out <laughs> to be evil. No. Um, but like he, he, my son did a, a trade show down in Phoenix for the company he works for, and it's uh, a pest control company. Mm. Well, 
you pretty discontent if yeah, you I was got bugs say, in the your The pest house. actually yeah, makes yeah, me yeah, discontent, yeah, the and then he helps me know to call them. Right, yeah. right. So not all marketing, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, if you watch TV, it's like if you buy my cologne or perfume, this oh. is going to make your life better. Yeah. Or whatever. So anyway, it's... I don't think there's, you know, there's there there's good discontentment mm-hmm. if it leads to a godly thing. Yeah, if you believe in what you're you're marketing. Yeah. If you believe it can help people, if you believe it can make yeah. a difference, if you and believe if it, really it can does. Need, and it I mean, does. And it's more than you're just believing it. That's very different. Yeah. yeah. But there is a lot of, in fact, the Super Bowl screams of it. That's very much more about yeah. getting people to buy a certain product. There's yeah. certainly some good ones in there. But that's when every year when we have the Super Bowl. So I was a I was actually a communications major and I was very marketing, very advertising heavy. So I looked at this stuff like crazy. Yeah. And if yeah. you look at it closely and you say this in front of marketing people, certain ones, they're going, Yeah, that's our job. Yep. Is to make people discontent. They're not gonna go, How dare you talk well, about us that way? Well, there's like, a whole psychology. We of, stir people. Yeah. yeah. We mess yeah. with people. Yeah. We make them doubt. We make them need. And I mean, that's that's the machine. Like they know what they're doing. So the whole, like, I just was teaching on this not that long ago, but, like, everything we're describing here is going back to Genesis 3. This is what mm-hmm. Satan mm-hmm. was doing. 100%. Like, they had a whole garden full of fruit that they could eat, but he draws their attention to the tree and the fruit that they're not supposed to to eat and then gets their eyes off of God. And all of a sudden, Eve's like, oh, right, that fruit's looking pretty desirable to me now. So there's a discontentment that so comes. So are you saying all marketing people are saying? I'm not. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm not, trying to clarify. Do I'm not put words in my mouth. So. <laughs> but, but if you ever get mad know. at Adam and Eve and go, how could you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I think that tact is very right. Easy. Yeah. So, For sure. Yeah. Um, and then on Satan the other side, yep, and on the other side is boast. Which we've talked a lot about this in the last couple, like heart, heart matters and, and, and now love. And that's, uh, you, there's a ton of definitions, but it all comes back to the, the word oneself is used a ton in the definition, the few definitions that are applicable for boasting. It's selfish. It's, it's mm-hmm. your self-promotion, right? Yeah. It's yeah. very much it's about you. Pounding and, your chest. Yeah. And if you're not without, like envy makes you feel, it's very with and you want everybody else to know. So is there a sense of um, too much pride? Yeah, pride is supposed to be one there, yeah. And, and so when I think of a sermon you preached recently about um, grace and truth, two positives, right? But sometimes we can err on either side. For sure. This is almost like two negatives that we can land on one mm-hmm. side or the other too much. Yep. Well, and you know, I, I love how Peter is led, you know, to ins- inspired to write, you know, God opposes the proud. Mm-hmm but gives grace to the humble. Mm-hmm. I mean, here's a guy who, he's like, I've got a personal sermon for you. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> how pride, exactly. but no, but I mean, pride, yeah, pride comes before the fall as the uh, you know, statement goes. But and, it's, and, and if you look at, in the Bible, uh, especially in a lot of Paul's writings, there is a talk about boast, but when he talks about it, he's like, if I have to boast, yes, I'll boast in the Lord. So there so, is a boasting that involves glorifying God. But see, I always, I always look at that and I, I, I look and see Paul's sense of humor because mm-hmm. if I boast about it's, somebody else, it's not really boasting because boasting is what I do for myself. <laughs> it's not boasting. Uh, but, exactly. but, it, but it's almost like he's turning it on its head mm-hmm. and saying, um, I'm going to redefine boasting yes. and I'm going to put Jesus there. It's almost mm-hmm. like putting Jesus into mm-hmm. each of those words, love in First Corinthians. And it's like, here is... I want to, I want to elevate, you know, and yeah. so the, the, uh, you know, help me increase 
you know, help you increase that I may decrease, you know, the, the man that, that asked Jesus to help him in his faith. And it's like, I, if we can elevate Jesus yeah. in our day-to-day lives, he says, I'll also fill you with contentment. Mm-hmm. And I love that, 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 Paul, I've learned to be content. And I just, there is so little contentment today. Yep. There is so little. It's always, you know, why does the lottery prosper? Why do these these warhorse casinos and places prosper? It isn't because they give money away. It's because people think this is my easy road mm-hmm. to get what my heart really wants. And I've known some pretty very, very well-to-do people that are some of the saddest mm-hmm discontent people I've ever known. And I've been in places like, again, Haiti, where they're dirt floors, they have nothing, but they're the most contented and Mm -hmm. beautiful people. So it's not about the money or Mm -hmm. lack thereof. We we want the quick and easy. Yeah. And uh, so again, looking at what comes before this, Mm -hmm. right? Patience. (laughs) Yeah. Patience is important because you read through scripture and sometimes... I think we're misled in this. We think things are moving a lot quicker than it sometimes is, but there's a lot of time typically mm-hmm. in between promises made and promises oh, fulfilled and goodness. the outcomes of things. And so, um, well, the gap between uh, the Old Testament and New Testament is more than our country, right? You know, it's it's 400 years. I mean, it wasn't quick. Yeah, 70 years in captivity in Babylon. That's three generations, but well, well I, let me wrap this up. With one I was going to say that so, we yeah, probably I'll should start wrapping this up. Scott here. We just keep, yeah, we're just going to keep going. And, you know, and sometime I, know, tomorrow. I know you have this book on your shelf, but I'm going to look at it and see if anything's applicable. But as we get into the way of love, as we've gone through it and now, as we're getting to do not envy and boast, the more I feel like to love in this way, we have to look pretty weird. We have to look pretty strange to the world. Mm. We have to look very mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. to the mm-hmm. world. Not normal. Yep. <laughs> Not Craig, normal. Craig Rochelle, yeah, yeah. pastor, uh, has I was a book called Gary Tease. We- he has a book called Weird. Yep. But Gary Tease is very. Not you're normal. Not normal. Not normal. Um, so that that's really starting to pop out, and, and in a good way. We'll be weird. We'll stand out in a good way. We'll be kind. Yeah. We'll be patient. We won't envy or boast. And I think people will see that, and it'll be a bright light. That's what I was saying yesterday, though. Also, was yep. that we have the opportunity to look, act, and live differently. That's right. Bingo. And and I think that's. That is, yeah, it is I was alien. Just look, yep, yeah. yep. It so is. anyways, I'm yeah. excited to, to talk more about that this week. Lastly, we do have Wednesday worship, uh, mm-hmm. noon and 6.30. Uh, I'll be preaching this weekend, or this Wednesday, on, um, we were looking at the last words of Jesus from the cross, and this one is about today, you'll be with me in paradise, uh, that hope, eternal hope. And uh, and so we're going to investigate that a little bit and mm-hmm. some, some time together for our midweek Lenten journey, and that'll be this Wednesday. Mm-hmm. All right. I think we're we're good to go. And uh, thanks for joining us. And next time, hopefully, we'll be on video, too. I mean, yep. so you can see our wonderful faces. Everybody will be wondering if you're wearing your red shirt again next time. I don't know. We'll see. If it's 70 <laughs> degrees, I will. I'll be, I'm yep. all over it. So, awesome. well, hey, um, I guess we'll wrap up Sermon Extra today. God's blessings to everybody. And uh, see you next week. All right.